Hello, and welcome to Goodnight Moose, where you can tune in for a light morning start, an afternoon nap, or even a nice cozy inn for the night with a bit of story time. I'm so glad you're here. Our story for this episode is Purr in the Dalla Horse by Rebecca Hickox and illustrated by Yvonne Gilbert. Let's settle in, breathe deep, and dive into our story. Once, many years ago, in the province of Dalarna, a farmer died leaving all he owned to his three sons. To the eldest, Nils, he willed his farm, the workhorse, and the plow. To the second, Eric, he left his fine riding horse. The third son, Pierre, was hardly more than a boy. He received a small wooden horse, handsomely carved and painted, which some said had been given to his father by Skoskra, a spirit of the forest. Each was pleased with his portion, but Nils and Eric scoffed at Purr. What good is a little wooden horse for a working farm? It's enough that it's beautiful, answered Purr. And besides, it may be useful someday. One Sunday morning, when the three arrived at church, they found the congregation in an uproar and the parson wringing his hands. The trolls have stolen the gold communion cup from my house, he cried. I should never have taken it from the church for cleaning. It would have been safe here on holy ground. Ten gold pieces to the one who returns it, shouted the merchant Gustav over the den. That night, Purr dreamed that his wooden horse was standing on his pillow. Take me to the trolls, it whispered in Purr's ear. I know how to get the cup back. The next morning, Purr told of his dream, but Nils announced he already had a plan for retrieving the gold cup. After breakfast, he hitched the workhorse to the plow and started digging long furrows from the churchyard across many fields and through the woods until he reached the foot of the troll's mountain. After two days of plowing that way, Nils began making furrows across those he'd already dug. At sunset on Thursday, the best night of the week to find trolls, Eric and Purr walked with him to the church. Here, said Purr, take my little horse. Maybe he can help you. Nils laughed. I don't need help from a toy, for I have outwitted the trolls. Just remember, warned Eric, if you drink the trolls' brew, you'll lose your memory and become their slave. Don't worry, said Nils. I won't drink a drop. He bade them farewell and strode across the fields and through the forest. He did not stop until he stood on the side of the troll's mountain. Trolls, he called. I'm thirsty. Now trolls are lazy creatures, always hoping to capture a human to do their work. So in less than a moment, the earth cracked open and a troll maiden carrying a drinking horn climbed out. Here, sir, our special brew should quench your thirst, she said, offering him the horn. Ha, ah, Nils replied. I am a prosperous landowner. I do not drink from horns. A second troll climbed out of the earth with a silver cup. 
you'll find our brew tastes especially good after a climb. Mills again refused to take it. I can drink from silver any time. Do the trolls have nothing finer to offer a guest? With that, a third troll emerged with the church's gold cup. Here is our finest, said the troll. See how it makes the brew sparkle? Ah, that's more to my liking, cried Nils. He grabbed the cup, dashed the contents at the trolls, and began running down the mountainside. A fearsome howling rose behind him as scores of trolls poured from the earth and gave chase. The noise doubled when they reached the foot of the mountain and found all the cross furrows, for a troll cannot pass over a cross. They can, however, run swift as a deer and never tire. Even though the trolls had to run around every cross, Nils was only halfway back to the church when they caught him, gave him a terrible beating, and took back the cup. That night, the wooden horse again appeared in Purr's dream. Troll magic can work two ways. Take me to get the cup. The next Thursday, Eric tried his luck. Take my wooden horse, urged Purr. It's a real horse I'll be taking, replied Eric, as he mounted his horse and started out, careful not to disturb Nils' furrows. Eric found the same welcome and used the same trick to get the golden cup. This time, however, when he had it in his hands, he leapt astride his horse and galloped down the mountain. The trolls again streamed after him, through the crosses slowed them, and Eric's horse was swift, two of the strongest trolls were nearly alongside as he approached the churchyard. The tail, screamed the other trolls, grab the beast's tail. The closest troll did, and just outside the churchyard gate, horse and rider were pulled to the ground. The angry trolls gave them a pounding, then ran back to their mountain with the cup. That night, Purr once again dreamed that his horse was speaking to him. The wood spirit who carved me knew all the trolls' tricks. Touch me with their brew and see what you shall see. The next Thursday, Purr announced that he was going to rescue the cup. My little horse will help me, he said. You'll need more than a toy to escape the trolls, warned Eric. They're bound to be very angry by now, Nils agreed. They'll drag you and your horse down into their caves, and then you will need rescuing along with the cup. Nevertheless, that evening, Purr slipped his horse into his pocket and walked off across the countryside. When he was halfway up the mountain, he set his horse on the ground and called out, Rolls, have you anything to offer a thirsty traveler? A suspicious troll appeared through a crack in the earth and held out a drinking horn. No thank you, said Purr. Horns are too common. When a second troll offered him a silver cup, he waved it away. Silver is not to my liking. The trolls did not want to chase the communion cup again. They formed a ring around Purr before a troll maiden finally came forward holding the precious gold cup. As soon as it was in his hands, Purr poured a few drops of the enchanted brew on the little horse. In an instant, it stood as tall as a stallion. Clutching the cup, Purr leapt to its back. 
the horse bounded over the circle of trolls and galloped down the mountain. With a roar of rage, the trolls raced after them. As Purr and his horse approached the churchyard, the two strongest trolls caught up. They reached out to seize the horse's tail, but found only smooth wood and shiny paint. Though they scratched and clawed, there was no tail to grab. Purr clutched the cup with one arm and the horse's neck with the other as they flew over the wall and landed in a heap on holy ground. Underworld magic had no power there. The little horse lay on its side, a toy as before except for several deep scratches along its flank. With his ten gold pieces, Purr bought a small farm and soon added to it. In the years that followed, he became one of the wealthiest farmers in the province, but his most cherished possession remained a scratched wooden horse, which he proudly left to his youngest son. The End I hope you enjoyed Goodnight Moose, and can't wait to relax with you again soon. Until then, rest well, have plenty of water, and don't forget to fill your cup of self-care. <laughs>